0: Thank you for downloading the Two Cities Church podcast where we are pushing back darkness by spreading the good news of King Jesus. And now here is this week's message from Pastor Jeff Struker. If you have been purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ, let me hear you say I'm free. I'm free. But if you really really mean it, let me hear you say it like I mean it. I'm free. Today, like I said at the beginning of the service, is a celebration of freedom. Today, what we're going to do is continue this very short sermon series. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, we're describing Two Cities Church to you. We call it our core values. The title of this whole sermon series is called At Our Core. And these are core values, which means they're not just things that are really important to us. They're so important that they make us who we are. And we want you to fall in love with Two Cities Church because these are who you are, too. So, number two on our list on the board here in front of you is living free. And we're going to talk about what it looks like to live free for just a second. In fact, what I want you to do is just open that mobile app. If you're watching at home or if you're in this room, go ahead and pull out your phones. You can play with the phone as long as you're not doing Candy Crush. Follow along with the sermon today because I'm going to ask you to fill in a few blanks as we go along and look at what does it really mean to be free. This subject gets me fired up. I am so excited to be able to talk about what we mean as a church by being free. In fact, if you stumbled across our website, you don't know anything about us, maybe you don't even live in our area. We have a link on our website to what we mean by being free. I'm going to read this paragraph that's already on our website to you because it will perfectly describe what we're talking about today. You ready? Here it is It is for freedom that Christ set you free unfortunately many churches are defined by the rules or the religious restrictions that they place on people but that's not two cities church You see, we believe that our great God has set us free from the law of sin and the law of death. And King Jesus has given us the power to live by the Holy Spirit. And because all human beings, this is you, this is me too, because we all have this human tendency to try to get into heaven through our good works, Two Cities Church stands against this burden, which is the basis for all legalism. It's the human attempt to try to get into heaven by following a set of rules, a bunch of religious restrictions. And here's why we call that a burden, because this idea of trying to earn your way into heaven, it distorts the gospel, and it makes people slaves. So I want you to hear where we're going to go with this sermon today. I'll give it to you in one short sentence. Here it is on the screens. Only a free life is worth living. And if you're saying, Jeff, I feel like I'm a pretty free person because I was born in the United States and I have this unprecedented level of freedom. Let me describe what I mean because I don't think you understand what we mean by a free life. That second sentence on the screen says it this way. We're talking about soul level freedom. And when your soul is free, no one and nothing can put chains on the human soul. So what we want for you in this room, what we want for you that are following us online right now is we want you to be soul-level free in Jesus Christ. You're going to find this in one verse in the Bible. To be honest with you, this one verse deserves more than just an entire sermon today. I really should spend a month talking about this one verse from the Bible but everything that you're going to hear from us today comes from Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Now we're going to use a couple of other verses from this Bible book to describe Galatians 5 verse 1, but here it is for you from the book of Galatians in the New Testament. This is what the writer of this Bible book describes as living free. You ready? Here it is. For freedom Christ set us free. Stand firm then and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. You see, let me, let me leave this up on the screens. And let me just break down what this verse is challenging Christians about. It's saying that there is only one free being. Check this out, y'all. Look up here for just a second. There is only one totally free, absolutely unrestricted being in the universe. It is our great God. There is nothing and no one that can put any limitations on him. When God decided to create, he created human beings in his likeness. And because he created us a little bit like him, He created us to be free. And then unfortunately, if you go back and read the beginning of the Bible, sin entered the equation. And when sin entered into the equation, free people in the Garden of Eden became corrupted, and they became slaves to sin. And so God had a plan to rescue people, to set them free once again Through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And what this Bible verse is saying to you is once you've been set free, I mean totally soul level set free, don't return again to the slavery that was holding you at the soul level. Don't ever return to that lifestyle. After you've been set free by the blood of Jesus Christ, So what we're going to do is we're going to look at four ways that Jesus set his people free. And if you've got that mobile app open, I'm going to ask you to just go ahead and fill in those blanks right now. The first way that Jesus set you free is he freed you from your flesh. Now, actually, what I mean by this statement is he freed you from you. And only Jesus can do that kind of freedom. The Bible um, scholars will tell you that the guy who's writing this book of the Bible is considered the apostle of freedom. If you were to look at every time the word liberty or every time the word freedom shows up in the New Testament, the guy who's writing this passage today, his name is Paul, he writes this word more than two times, uh, two times more than every other author in the New Testament combined. If you put everybody else's material in the New Testament together, they don't even equal half of the time that Paul writes about freedom. And he says, you really need to be made free from sin. So here's the truth, y'all. Sin makes people slaves in one of or all four ways. There's basically four weapons that sin uses to make people slaves. And we're going to look at all four of those weapons today. We're going to see how Jesus has set you free in all four of these areas. And the first is at the flesh level or the soul level. What the Bible is describing for us today is that you are a whole person, body and soul. And when King Jesus has set you free, he didn't just free your soul from the power of sin. He also freed your flesh. In fact, if you want to keep reading in Galatians chapter 5, you're going to stumble across these two verses in 16 and 17. And here's how the guy who writes this Bible verse describes being free at the soul level, being free in your flesh. He says it this way. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. Now, look at how these two things are at war with one another. For the flesh desires what is against the Spirit, and the Spirit desires what is against the flesh. These two are opposed to each other, the Apostle Paul says, so that you don't do what you want When he says the word flesh in Galatians, I want you to think about the word soul. And he's saying, Jesus Christ, the king of kings, has the power to free you both body and soul. And all of those things that used to tempt you, all of those things that you used to struggle with before becoming a Christian, that temptation may remain, but you don't have to give in to it anymore. Come on, somebody. Those struggles that you dealt with when you before you became a Christian, he frees you at the soul level, and then he starts you on the path of being free at the flesh level. And now you don't have to give in to the things that you've been wrestling with for. All of your life you don't have to give in to that you see Jesus Christ alone can free you listen to these words from you you can't outrun your flesh you can't dress it up you can't make it pretty enough you can't cut it off there's no way to escape the flesh and Paul says that the flesh is at odds against the spirit capital s the spirit of God and then when Jesus Christ moves in, when Jesus Christ does a work of freedom in your soul, he frees you from your flesh. And now your soul and the spirit of God are in harmony once again. The same kind of harmony that God created people to be in with be with him in the garden of Eden. That's the kind of freedom at the flesh level that he provides for you. And you don't have to give in to temptation. Tomorrow, you're going to be tempted like I am. But you don't have to go down that road anymore. Because you now have the power of the spirit of the living God dwelling inside of you. Who frees you from you. You're following along in that mobile app. I want you to write down this. I want you to fill this word in next. Because not only does he free you from the flesh. But when Jesus sets his people free. Check this out, y'all. He frees you from all of those crazy religious rules and religious restrictions out there. God sets us free from legalism. And this will be a church where people are free to follow the Lord Jesus Christ without a whole bunch of judgmental, hypercritical people that are putting rules and restrictions on you. See, the truth is that when many pastors preach a sermon, they talk about how good God is. They talk about the freedom that Jesus offers them in the middle of their sermon. And then when you get to the end, if you listen pretty carefully, what you hear is a bunch of rules. Now that Jesus has done this for you, do this, don't do this, don't do that, and do this. And what those pastors are really preaching is legalism. They're preaching, follow these rules... And it will get you into heaven. Now we're the church that stands for free people that are free to follow the Holy Spirit. And you don't have to wonder about the rules because you have the spirit of the living God guiding you and directing you. Paul really is the preacher of freedom. He's the theologian or the pastor of freedom in the New Testament. And Paul wants his people to be free even from the rules that once governed God's people. He says it this way in the book of Galatians. He says it in chapter 3 like this. He says the law then, and by the way, the word law here means all of those religious rules and restrictions in the Old Testament. The law then was our guardian until the Lord Jesus Christ showed up. So that we could be justified by faith. And then look at what happened now that Jesus comes on the scene. But since that faith has come, now that the Lord Jesus Christ has died for your sins, we are no longer under the guardian of the law. For through faith you are sons, and I'm going to add the word, daughters of God in Christ Jesus. Paul is saying, back in the Old Testament, People had a bunch of rules to follow. And when Jesus showed up on the scene, he perfectly completed the Old Testament law. And now you don't have to follow those rules anymore. Now all that he asks of you is to follow him. In fact, when Jesus was put on the spot about all of these religious rules of the Old Testament, when the religious rule keepers challenged Jesus with his trick question, they said, hey, Jesus, there's a whole bunch of commandments in the Old Testament. Which one is the greatest one? Thinking that we've got him here. Because no matter what he says next, there's another commandment that can compete against it. And Jesus said, that's an easy one. I'll give it to you. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and strength. And by the way, love people as yourself. You do these two things. Listen to what Jesus says next. Look up here, y'all. And you have just accomplished all of the commandments by doing these two things. Follow me, and you will fulfill all of the commandments. You don't have to live by those rules anymore. Paul was a world expert in the religious rules. In fact, if you go back and learn who this guy was before he met Jesus, I should say, before Jesus saved him on the road to Damascus, he was the world's greatest rule follower. He was out to kill anyone and everyone that didn't follow the rules like he was following the rules. And maybe he writes about freedom more than anybody else in the New Testament because he remembers how oppressive this was. He remembers how miserable this felt, trying to follow the rules. And then when he met Jesus on the road to Damascus and Jesus changed him, Paul doesn't worry about the rules anymore. Now he's the preacher of freedom. I want you to do something for me. I'm not going to put anybody on the spot, but just as a quick survey, quick show of hands, how many of you have run into some super judgmental Hypercritical Christian that just puts a lot of guilt and a whole bunch of rules on you, would you raise your hand up in the air? I'm serious. Go ahead and raise it up and leave it up for just a second. Raise it up high like you really mean it. Look around the room for just a second. For those of you who are watching us online, virtually everyone in this room has run into somebody, you can put your hands down, that gave them a bunch of rules to follow. And what we mean by this thing on the screen is Two Cities Church is not gonna be a a group of people that are trying to follow a bunch of rules. No, we're a group of people that fell in love with Jesus and are following him, and we believe he will be the one that helps us figure out what it looks like to follow the rules. We're not a bunch of judgmental, hypercritical, very uh, uh, critical Christians that are just out to put a guilt trip on you because of what you did last night or what you didn't do this week. Living free looks like free from you, free from your flesh. Living free means you don't have to try to follow the rules anymore, because let's just be honest, none of us can follow the rules perfectly. It's impossible. We need supernatural help to do that. We need the Holy Spirit to help us follow the rules. And living free also means you don't have to worry about evil anymore. I'm talking about very real, very present evil around us. We put this subtitle on our website. We broadcast this subtitle around our community and around the world. This church exists to push back evil. And if you're saying, Uh, we mean push back darkness and push back evil. And if you're saying, Jeff, I'm not sure I totally understand what that means. Well, let me use this as an analogy. You can't necessarily see evil, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You can't see the COVID virus, but that doesn't mean that that virus is any less real. You can't see the temperature in this room, But that doesn't mean that you're not acutely aware of it when you walk in and it's way too cold or way too hot. And some of you are starting to think, wait a second, I didn't even think about it. It's pretty hot in this room right now. And you can't see evil. But just because you can't see it with your eyes doesn't mean that evil doesn't exist. In fact, when Paul was writing this letter, it is for freedom that Christ set you free. He starts the letter by talking about evil. He says it this way in Galatians chapter one. He says, this church in the city of Galatia, grace to you and peace from, the, from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this. Would you read these three words out loud? To rescue us from what? Yeah, that's four words. I'm sorry. <laughs> to rescue us from This present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, the reason why I'm writing this letter, Paul is telling you, is so that you're rescued from the evil that's all around you all of the time. And you don't have to fall into that evil. You don't have to give in to that evil anymore You see, what makes me so angry about those preachers who preach the gospel that Jesus set you free and then they end their sermon with a bunch of rules is that they're putting this burden of slavery back on God's people all over again. Jesus came to set you free from that kind of slavery. He came to set you free from that kind of evil. He came to free you from those kind of rules. And you don't have to wonder if you're made free. You don't have to worry about evil. You don't have to stress out about the city that you live in anymore because you have been made free at the soul level came across the story, be very quick about this, of a woman who was born and, raised, born and raised in Egypt. She became a Christian, and she became a passionate follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this was years ago when Egypt was under an evil leadership and under this Pervasive presence of evil. It was so bad that this woman, her name is Annie. Annie couldn't live under those circumstances anymore. So her family picked up and left Egypt and came to the United States. This is a picture on the screens of Annie Zaki. Annie went to school. She got a PhD. She moved across the border into Canada and she started to teach students in Canada But Annie loved her country. She just felt like that country is so evil, the leadership of that country is so wicked that as much as I love my people and would love to go back there, I can't. Until 2011, until January 2011, until the Arab Spring Uprising, when the people of her country decided we're sick of living in this evil land. We want a new government. And they overthrew their president and basically started what swept across northern Africa is this, this uh, plea for freedom all across Northern Africa, people longing for and looking for freedom from their government. When Annie saw what was happening in her country, it moved her so much that she made the decision, her and her husband, to pick up their family, their four children, and move back to Cairo, Egypt. Annie is today a professor of theology at the Evangelical Theological Seminary in Cairo. Annie uses these words to describe what happened to her. Listen to these words. I think they're brilliant. She said, I went through my own personal Exodus in reverse. Instead of getting out of slavery and out of Egypt, I went back to Egypt because I want my people to have the same kind of freedom in Jesus that I found. You see, Annie, like us, is a free woman. She's a daughter of the king. And free people want freedom for other people. That's why this church is so passionate about living free, And about pushing back darkness so that others can live free. Annie did the unthinkable. She left all of the prestige and all of the money and all of the powerful position here in North America to move back to her homeland so that she could help her brothers and sisters in Egypt become free. That's what it looks like when you've been freed from evil and you don't have to worry about what's going to happen to you next because you know that the king of the universe has you in the palm of his hand. The fourth and final thing, if you're filling in those notes and this may be, in my opinion, the most important thing that you're going to hear from me is when he sets you free, it's not just right now, right here in the country that you live in, wherever you're watching this from, please hear this y'all. When he frees you, he frees you eternally. You are free, body and soul, right here, right now, to live the abundant life. And you're free, body and soul, to live the eternal life. That's what the writer of the book of Galatians is trying to convince us when he says, you've now been set free and you don't have to worry about heaven and hell and life and death anymore. Paul says this to us in Galatians chapter 2. Listen to these words because this is a man who was the expert in following the rules until Christ met him on the road to Damascus. And then the Pharisee Saul died, and the apostle Paul took his place. He says this Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself up for me. When Jesus was having a discussion about eternal life in John chapter 11, when his good friend Lazarus died and Lazarus' family came to Jesus and said, Jesus, if you were here, he wouldn't have died. Jesus said, don't you understand that I am the resurrection I am eternal life, and they said, yeah, Jesus, we get that, but he's dead, and He and we won't see him again, and then Jesus says these words. Please hear me, y'all. He says, anyone who believes in me, though he dies, yet he will live again. You see, what Paul is saying in Galatians chapter 2 is, I died when Jesus met me on the road to Damascus, that old man died. And there's now a new man that lives inside inside of me. And this new man will never die. This new man lives on for eternity. That old man died while it was still in the flesh. And there's new and an eternal man, or maybe you would be able to say a new eternal woman living inside of me that knows no boundary. You see, that kind of freedom came at a great cost all freedom comes because of sacrifice in fact this week one of the privileges that we have in the United States if you're watching this stream from somewhere else around the world this week in the United States we will celebrate Veterans Day it's our way of recognizing that some people paid a great cost for our freedom there are some veterans in this room that I really hope you would take a moment to thank sometime this week I hope that this week you'll take a little bit of time out on the 11th of November and you will remember what it took to make you free the warriors that fought bled and died for your freedom but more than anything else let Veterans Day point you to the one who can set you free eternally, to the guy, the only one that can free you from your body, from your soul, can free you from your flesh, can free you from religious rules, can free you from evil. He's the one that can free you eternally. You got that mobile app open in front of you? I want you to just scroll through that page for just a second. And I want to put this together. Sin will try to make you a slave in one of four ways. It uses four weapons against you. But Jesus defeated all four of these ways. Jesus set you free from your flesh. Jesus set you free from those religious rules that supercritical Christians try to place on you. You don't have to live under those rules anymore. Jesus freed you from this present evil age that we live in. And though your body is here on earth, this is what we call city number two. Your soul belongs to city number one, the eternal city of God. That's why we call ourselves two cities around here. And Jesus freed you eternally. Look at it on the screens with me for just a second. When you put freedom from the flesh and freedom from the rules, and freedom from evil, freedom for eternal, or eternity, you get what? You get free, real free, true free, the only kind of freedom that comes from Jesus Christ. That's what our King came to give us. We hope you enjoyed this message. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and to stay in touch by joining our email list through the link in the show notes. Have a great week.